Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. On the takeoff, we're talking coalition governments or, or, or the lack of coalition and um, and getting along. You know, we've got Professor Tinyiko Maluleke, a political analyst based at the University of Pretoria. Good morning, Professor. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners. Uh, Professor DA leader uh, John Stian Hazen's refusal to vote uh, Action SA leader Herman Mashaba as mayor of city of Joburg um, It seems like it caught a lot of um, coalition partners off guard as well as some DA members Are they intimidated by Action SA or do they have their own strategy that maybe we don't understand? Well, I'm not exactly as surprised about it. And I think many people are not very surprised because the relationship between Mashawa and the DA was never that warm anyway. And they didn't part peacefully, if you remember. There were hard words that Mashawa used when he left the DA. And uh, the DA throughout the campaigning never had a kind word to say about Mashaba. At one stage, uh, DA leader, uh, uh, Stian Hazen, called him a Manchurian candidate uh, just a a week or so before the election. So uh, there's no love lost there. I think we must not be be mistaken about that. So it's not surprising at all. I mean, the DA has basically run a campaign in terms of which they were calling all smaller parties irrelevant and insignificant, and Mm. that you either vote for the DA or the ANC, the rest is a waste of vote. Now, that is not the best way to cultivate future partners in uh, in coalition government. So the DA is being consistent uh, in some ways. As for Mashaba, I don't know that, this uh, insistence on becoming mayor of Joburg is necessarily helpful uh, because, uh, you know, it's a winner-take-all kind of thing, either this or nothing. And so it seems to me that two political parties which have got a very strong winner-take-all Game of Thrones kind of approach to power or power-sharing are colliding that is the mm. SMSA and the DA yeah. can the DA proceed to council meetings you know without formal agreements with coalition partners no they are not going to win I mean this is the thing it's a scorched as a, pro, a policy of sorts uh, because unless they are able to gather enough um political parties to help them get the 50 plus one, which they don't have, uh, it's going to be a minority government. And also, you know, a, a coalition government works better if it has very few partners. In other words, if it's got two partners or three partners yeah. at most, but even three is complicated. So if you are going to have four upwards of partners in a coalition government, then it's going to be extremely difficult to manage. And the DA knows that. We know that. As South Africans, yeah. we've seen it over the past five years. So the likelihood is that we're going to have a minority government, which means that issue by issue, the DA is going to look for, for partners. It doesn't work. It just will not be helpful for the residents of Houghton. Sure. And Professor, should we be concerned about political parties that 
downright refuse to be part of coalitions. I mean, um, EFF had their rally this weekend in Tembisa, and we heard the leader saying, we are our own bosses. We won't enter into any coalition. Well, even that is a bit of sour grapes, if if, if we, we want to be honest. The EFF didn't start off that way. Just a week ago, they were not talking that language. They are talking that language because um, they, too, were looking for uh, social control one way or the other. And in a sense, they are not very different from Machaba because what the EFF wanted is if we help you in housing, you give us uh, training and and that kind of approach across the country. That's what they wanted. And they, they haven't been able to to find favor from other political parties as far as that is concerned. The fact of the matter is the voters did not give the EFF a single council across the country. So mm-hmm. the EFF could only govern in, a, in coalition. And uh, their demands have not been found palatable by fellow political uh, parties. So it seems to me that... Uh, Everybody is going off in a half. Everybody is throwing up their toys in the air, uh, which, is, which may work for the political parties, but it's not necessarily the best thing for the voters uh, or mm. residents of the places affected. Professor, what are the implications of all of this for the ANC? Well, the ANC still will be able to rule in many of the councils, especially the rural, smaller councils. But it also means that the ANC will not have a free ride in many of the metros, which are the economic hubs of the country. Uh, So the result is a diminished ANC, whichever way you look at it, when you look at the urban Mm. areas of the country in particular. So they are being chastened. There will be a chastened party, uh, much more or less influential in urban areas than they have been at least in the municipalities and in local government. Uh, it also means that the ANC will have to to start rebuilding. Uh, I don't know how many chances the ANC will be given to rebuild or how many times they will tell us that they are uh, correcting themselves or they are fixing things because they don't seem to have succeeded so far. Professor, we're going to need to leave it there. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Uh, that was Professor Inyiko. My pleasure. Thank you. Maluleg, a political analyst based at the University of Pretoria. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.